0: Hey there everyone, happy Friday, and welcome to another live edition of Power Pearls Podcast. My name is Karagat Warner and I am the host of the podcast, designer, illustrator, editor and I'm your ultimate cheerleader on your yarn crafting path. You can catch me here every Friday on the Power Pearls Facebook page for the live edition of of Power Pearls podcast. So today we're going to talk about how you can develop your knitting superpower and why that means that you need to go out on a ledge. Now this is something that patron, uh, Melanie Fiedler, who is, uh, she is one of the She's in the community, the Patreon Power Pearls community, and many of you guys know Melanie, so I'm surprised she's not here yet, but I know she's coming any minute now. And by the way, you guys, she just posted in the Patreon Facebook group, which is our private group, uh, she's, at, she's collecting questions for you guys so you can ask me questions. A so will talk about, she's going to be interviewing me on air isn't that pretty cool? So I'm a little bit nervous about that. So, so anyway, so she inspired today's episode about taking those chances and going out on a ledge, you know, just really, yeah, taking the risks, you know, with our knitting and yeah, with our life too. It, it all, they all kind of connect in many ways, don't they? So before I dive in, I always like to ask you guys because this is a juicy topic, but before we really start chatting, I would be so grateful if you could share, because a lot of you guys, you're here every single Friday, but I would love to see more people jump in and start to communicate and create this wonderful, grow this wonderful community. So, before I move on, if you guys could go ahead and share, because I can always tell if you guys are sharing. So I can see that at the, at the bottom, after, after I'm done going live, I can see how many shares happen. So please, if you love these free podcasts, please go and hit that little button that says share before we get started. That would be super, super awesome. So and and by the way, this is a QA. So I do these videos, the live edition, uh, with these really cool pop-up questions, which makes it a lot more interactive. And I absolutely love it. So I, I think you guys probably do too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up here. Jennifer says, I don't know any other knitters, but I would share it if I did. That is so sweet. Well, you know what? You don't have to. You don't have to necessarily know uh, knitters. You can share it on your page so that your your profile. So basically, just click that little share button, and then it's going to ask you where do you want to share it. You can share it right on your page because I know I don't know about you guys, but I have a lot of friends on Facebook, and some of those people might be knitters, and I might not even know it. So if you could, Jennifer, that'd be cool. Hey, so I'm going to start saying hello to you guys before we dive in. Does that sound good? So Marie is in the room. Hello, Marie. Welcome to the United States. Hey, everyone. uh, um, Let's all welcome Marie. She is now officially living here in the US and it took a long time. Thanks, Jennifer, for sharing. That's awesome. Um, and she's here finally, and I think that she is you are living here in Indiana, so you're another neighbor. I have three neighbors so far, and I found this out when we were on our Patreon group, the ten dollar, uh the ten dollar pack backer level. We have a group call every month. We have an awesome time. So thank you guys. That was great. And two of you in the group were are Indiana people. So I thought that was really, really cool. So uh, we're going to have coffee. We're going to chat. And Marie, you're going to meet us too. So that makes number four, four of you. And we're all going to meet up. I think Indianapolis makes sense because I think you're really close to Indianapolis, Marie, if that, if I'm correct. Uh, so Sue is here. Hello, Sue. Hey, Evelyn. Nice to see you. Um, uh, let's see. Linda. And and Linda says, "Welcome, Marie." Evelyn says, "Welcome, Marie." Uh, and so does Lynn. So, hello, Lynn. And Tamara, Tamara, is here from Plano, Texas. Let's see. And uh, Jennifer's here. Of course, I already mentioned Jennifer earlier. We have um, Christy here. We have Lucetta here. Hello, Lucetta. Um, yes, Lucetta says, "I can come to Indy. No problem. Awesome, you guys." Uh, all right. So, uh, Angela is here. Hello, Angela. Okay. So are you guys ready to dive into this topic now that I think we have a nice, a nice fun group in the room? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in and I'm going to just start sharing how we can really develop this superpower or maybe multiple superpowers, but really there's just one overarching Uh, thing that I'm going to share with you, which I think is, is what helps us to really cultivate our superpowers as knitters, as yarn crafters. And before I dive into that, I want to start with chatting a little bit with you guys about the uh, workshop that we uh, that we all went through in May. So during the month of May, I conducted the Stitchucation Shawls workshop. So of course, many of you in the room, a few of you, I noticed uh, you haven't been through that course and maybe you haven't even experienced the challenge. And so I'll probably be running that challenge again uh, down the road, but we'll see. Don't Quote me on that. I get excited. I say things sometimes that I can't live up to, but then I do them because I have to. Because I'm, I never break my promises. So, and if I do, you guys, it's because I probably forgot. So I'm really good at writing things down. So anyway, so back in May, I conducted the Situation Shells Workshop, as many of you, as many of you guys know, and I asked the community if I hit the mark, uh, the intuitive knitting mark, I should say, and. Your responses were just what I was hoping for because um, so today I want to share some of the feedback from the Patreon community members who took part in this five-week shawl-making experience. And so, what I did a couple—this was a couple weeks ago actually—and I asked you guys the question. And here goes: For those of you who participated in the Situation Shawls Workshop, what did you love most, and what did you find the most? challenging. So the first response that I would like to share is from Melanie. So as I said earlier, Melanie uh, Fiedler inspired this episode today. Uh, And so here's what she said. Okay. So she says, I loved going on a ledge and trying a yarn I wouldn't have tried. I loved having so much choice as in what to do next, which of course gives me 101 ideas for the next shawl. And the one after that, I have learned that by the time I am annoyed by the row length, I am almost ready to bind off. And now I cannot tear my eyes away from this beautiful shawl. So if you guys might be able to guess by now, the operative word here is going out on a ledge. So that's about taking that chance, right? Taking that chance and being willing to trust yourself. And that was exactly what my goal was during the intuitive during the workshop because my overarching theme to, or tagline, if you will, is to take an intuitive and an unconventional journey through the art of shawl making, but not just through shawls, but in every area of our yarn crafting, whether you're a knitter or a crocheter, because I'm always trying to remember, that's why I say yarn crafters, because that includes all of you that are crocheters as well. So, you know, this trust, it really does help us gain this confidence because it's a step in the direction of beginning your own designing journey. And that is something that also this overarching approach is to help you become your own designer. And I say your own designer because some of you I know out there, I'm, I mean, I'm really getting a feel for um, what it is that you want. Those of you that are in the community and those of you that jump on these um, these live videos every week, you know, you maybe you don't want to d- design for magazines or design your own independent collection or for a yarn company or whatever it is, or d- start your fiber empire, as I like to say, but you just want to be able to empower yourself and design something that fits you. So that's always my goal. With this, That was my goal with Stitchucation Shawls, and that is always going to be my goal with every course that I teach. Uh, through the coaching programs that I offer. And that's something that I'm going to share at the end because I mentioned that if you guys uh, noticed in the, uh, if, if something attracted you to join today, because I mentioned that I have a beta program going on for coaching. So I'm going to share a little bit more about that. So what I encouraged in Stitch Education Shells Workshop was to explore and to fall in love with swatching, you know, take chances and go out on that ledge as Melanie states, so this willingness, this willingness to go out on the ledge builds our wisdom muscle. And by the way, that right there is our superpower. So wisdom, you know, and that's something that you can only acquire on your own. No one else can give you wisdom. And so patterns, you know, um, you know being an editor, being the executive editor of Creative Knitting, of course, patterns are a big part of the equation. You know, they always have been, right, uh, in that in that particular uh, uh, type of work. You know, when you're an editor, that's the product. And it also uh, made me realize that it's really important to also deconstruct the pattern to really, but without understanding. So how could I possibly know how? Uh, to deconstruct the idea of a knitting pattern without having already understood it inside and out. And so that's what really has led me to where I am today. Uh, and so all of this is like a culmination to hey saying, hey, you know, uh, now it's time to uh, t- tear that apart and t- Deconstruct it a little bit to understand how how you can uh, how can I learn to read my own knitting and to trust my own wisdom. So many of you who, that have taken the course and even my challenge as well. But during the course, uh, I provided you with a pattern template, and the pattern template was open ended. I I provided you a pattern that started from the cast on all the way to the bind off, so that you could definitely Work your way through that pattern from start to finish. However, I did create something that I called intuitive intersections throughout the pattern. And that was something that I just want to mention that, uh, that Evelyn, you brought this up. And Evelyn said that the thing about that pattern, because of these intuitive intersections, was that it helped you to literally create a pattern from like, that it was totally your own and that every time you just jumped into, to to design something new, it, it was, it was like a whole new pattern all over again. And I think many of you that were on that call yesterday, it was a small intimate group and you all said the same thing. So I feel like my job, my job is done here. So, um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, switch gears and just kind of check out some of the questions that you guys are popping here into the comments. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the five ways to develop your knitting superpowers. Okay. So I'm going to dive in here because a very odd person, not an odd person, but someone unexpected just dove into the comments. My husband. Oh, my husband. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You're pretty funny. Um, So he says, who does your hair? It looks marvelous. Well, thank you, Jay Warner. I do my my own hair. Thank you very, very much. And uh, and then, of course, he has another question that says, who made your beautiful barnwood backdrop? By the way, you guys, my husband, Jay Warner, made this beautiful set happen and come to life. Well, actually, I shouldn't say, well, I'm giving it away. I'm saying it's a set. This really is, it's a set. Okay. It is, but it is also my workspace. I have a nice, uh, my second standing desk here. I'm kind of going off on a sidebar here as I sometimes tend to. So I have a standing desk area. I have all, you know, another cubby area for all my yarns. My, my, my uh, dress form is next to me. And, uh, you know, it's a great second workspace, but I do have lights up here, uh, which you guys can not see. And that's what sheds this great studio light. So yeah, it's like a, another workspace. Um, so it's really funny. So yeah, that's kind of uh, interesting to see my husband. So he sort of uh, threw me off there a little bit. So anyway, so back to the, uh, so the comments here. So let's just see if anyone jumped in uh, here. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. Um, okay. So no questions have come through just yet. Uh, so that's cool. Cause I just want you guys to know, I haven't forgotten about you. So when I'm kind of going through the topic, um, I'll kind of switch gears back and forth and engage and then come back. And so now I'm going to share the five ways to develop your knitting superpowers. Okay. And then I have a question for you. And then I'm going to share about the beta the tester group, this coaching opportunity that's free for you guys. Okay. So here we go. So here are the five ways to develop your knitting superpowers. Now you may want to get out a pen and a notepad. Okay. Sometimes I'd like to uh, I- include some freebies for you guys, some downloads, but I don't have one for you today, but maybe They'll, one of these will come later when, uh, when I post this as the audio version of the podcast. But for now, just, just get your pen out and your notebook and get ready. Okay. So here we go. So number one is to trust your intuition. Wow. Of course that's number one, but to really trust your gut. What is your, what is that telling you? About what you know, what has to come next. So, um, so a little bit more about that workshop because, like I said uh, a moment ago, this was my main goal. This was my mo- my overarching mission when I developed the Education Shaw's five week workshop, and it will always be my goal. My mission is to help you to trust your intuition always, so that you can look at your work and look at your swatch. If you're working a gauge swatch, or if you were in the course, I told, taught you how to make all these little shawl babies. Those shawl babies are like your blueprint for your mama shawl, right? And it gives you all the information you need. And then at that point, all you need to do is really trust because all it's like a blueprint and all the information is there. But going a step further, when I say to trust your intuition, even if you are following A written pattern, let's say. You know from working several rows or for for several areas of a pattern, you know what you usually do know what's coming next. All you need to do is look. Like I said, look at your work to figure that out. And so that was number one. So number two is, and this is kind of leads me, these are kind of going in this order because then that leads me to number two, because it's about putting aside the written pattern. Okay. So like I said before, in the workshop, I provided, as I called a template instead of a pattern. It was a pattern, but I included, I think it was three or four Intuitive intersections. And what those intuitive intersections were designed to do is to show you, okay, now that you've reached this point in the pattern, you can decide what to do next. So for example, you cast on, right? And you decide that's this is one, one part, one uh, intuitive intersection. You can cast on extra stitches because maybe you want to have in your triangular shawl because it was a triangular shawl. Um, uh, workshop, decide to uh, work a center panel with X amount of stitches. And so that would be the first decision that you would have to make. And then maybe further along in the pattern after you cast it on and you worked uh, the setup rows, there would be another decision. And that might be to decide what is your pattern repeat and how are you going to plot that? And so also it was, uh, what we learned in the workshop was to, uh, plot your, your design on paper, on a chart to really see visually what that looks like as opposed to what's in the pattern. And then once you understand the initial setup rows plus your pattern stitch, the rest is all up to you. So that was number two. So number three is to just be a little bit spontaneous. And I know that I've mentioned that before in other, other contexts, but you know, this is um, always going to be something I bring up because why not just be spontaneous? Why not just go with what you're you know, going back to your intuition? What is it telling you to do right now? You know, maybe it's has nothing to do with, with what's in the pattern. But without the idea, without uh, deciding to be spontaneous, you may not be able to discover some of the things that are awaiting you because you decided to just sit with your needles and just knit. And while you're doing that, your mind is, is just kind of going to some very interesting places. So, and, and, you know, and I have to say, I have had those moments where I sit and I think I could do this and I could do that, and I could do that, and hmm, maybe I'll try this. And then I don't do anything. And you know what happens? Too many choices, and that creates paralysis. Have you ever heard that phrase, analysis? Uh, too much analysis creates paralysis. And my husband, if he's still there, he knows I do this a lot. But I know that is exactly what happens. I tend to do that for myself, and maybe some of you guys too. Have you, you guys? Can you guys relate you guys relate thumbs up here, uh, you know um, that it can be a point where there's too much, too many ideas, too many decisions. Instead of just saying, "Just I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pick one, just one and go with it." Okay, so that was number three. So number four is do something out of your comfort zone every day. Yes, every day. So this is today's challenge. Okay, I want you to get out of yours. So that's my question. So I have another question after these five are done, but I forgot that I had this as one of your, let's call it a question, but a challenge really, because after this video, after this podcast is over, I want you to take this challenge and then I want you to report back to me and write it here in in the comments or get down in those show notes comments and tell me what you did. So how did you get out of your comfort zone today? So after you listen to this, I want you to just get out there and do something and tell me what you did and share it with everyone else because you know, you can really inspire other people. So I really hope that you guys realize that we're all here to help each other tremendously. Okay, so so please take that challenge. So number 5, okay, here we go. Number 5 is to build your wisdom muscle. Again, reiterating what we were just talking about, because this, my friends, is your superpower, bar none. Even the wisest scholar can't give you wisdom. And I said that earlier. They can point the way, okay? But you must develop your own wisdom through your own experience. And then, so that means getting down in those trenches, you guys, getting down there and doing it yourself. So that's it. So I'm going to, I'm going to switch some gears here, you guys, and I am going to ask you a question. So we're going into a new, uh, a new, um, segment of the podcast. So what I like to do at the end of, of this, uh, the video version is to go into a little Q and A. So I think that's really what this is all about, isn't it? Engaging with each other. So here's a big question for you today. So you've got your challenge. So I hope you wrote that down. And here's your question. You guys ready? So what is it that keeps you from going out on a ledge? What obstacle do you struggle with most that keeps you from taking a chance with your knitting or in another area of your life? So let's start this conversation right now, you guys. And so I'm going to stop talking for just a moment and I'm going to scroll through to see if any of you guys have uh, chimed in yet on some of the other things that I uh, mentioned earlier. Uh, so Christy says, yes, too much analysis does bring paralysis. And I first heard that from my business guru, one of my favorite business gurus, Brian Tracy. And I heard that in a audio course, which I think is still available. My husband bought me the CDs a couple years ago for Christmas. And I love them because back in the day, my father my father gave me the A-tracks. So, oh no, was it a trax? No, cassette still. It just shows my age, right? I, I listened to A-tracks too, but no, it was a it was the audiobook on cassette which was the first version and then my husband bought me the um, is it's called the psychology of success by Brian Tracy so if you guys are interested this is he's great for productivity uh, and inspiration uh, it doesn't matter whether you you um, you know you work for yourself you have a day job uh, you have a certain task a goal for more creativity whatever it is his principles in these success principles they apply in my opinion to every to any area all you have to do is plug it in that's it so uh, but he was the first person and I know that others have said it and maybe even before him but this goes back to the 1980s, you guys. So that's how long that phrase has been around. Um, so i will just start here from the top. So Linda says, "Fear of the unknown." Yes, fear of the unknown. And you know what happens when we get out of our um, when we don't get out of our comfort zone? You know what happens, you guys? Eventually, uh, it becomes uncomfortable. So it's like a it's like a an illusion, isn't it that? You know, when that word, the comfort zone, because you want to stay in the space that's safe, right? It's the fear of the unknown, but eventually it just becomes so uncomfortable all in and of itself, doesn't it? So, Linda, thanks for chiming in there. So, Evelyn says, um, Yes, Christy Hardy, I have the same challenge. Also I tend to talk myself out of some really good ideas. Yeah, we are really, really good at that. And you know what? That's our delusions that are talking to us, aren't they? They're saying, no, you really can't do that. You're really not good enough. You're, you know, who are you kidding? You're a fraud. Believe me, we all go through it. So don't beat yourself up too much. You know, I have to say I can remember a gosh a couple weeks ago I was like laying in bed, wide awake. One, in, one or two in the morning, and this happened. This happened to me. And I just started to go, th- and I've never had that happen. And I just started thinking, like, who, who am I? Who do I think I am doing all this podcasting stuff or whatever? And it's, it's you know, you have to silence that voice, Evelyn and Christy and everyone else that, uh, that I do too. We all have to say, stop. This is delusion, it's delusion talking. So thank you for sharing that, Evelyn. So Christy says again, to completing projects started. Oh, well, that's a whole other thing we all have. I have bags and bags of projects that haven't been finished. Uh, The truth is, is that it's because we're excited. Okay. Uh, I think it's okay. Don't burden yourself with that. But you may never go back to those projects. That to me is a burden. I feel like Purging is a good idea, but we can't help ourselves because we love to knit and we love to yarn craft, don't we? Um, so, Marie says, um, "Sorry to, but for pointing out the obvious, it, um, immigrant to another country." Um, so, yeah. So, what is the obvious? Unless I should look further down because I, all you guys are jumping in here. So, um, I, I think that you probably said something else earlier, Marie, but I can't find that question. So please share your question again and I'll pop it up for you. Um, uh, so let's see. Awesome. You guys, this is so cool. So for those listening on the podcast, well, you know, I'll probably end up cutting this part out because they don't know what's going on and we want to keep the flow going, especially when it comes to that, the audio piece. Um, uh, and so Lucetta says, "I overthink and no action." Of course, that's exactly right, Lucetta. And you know, uh, like I said before, I think that sometimes it's about sh- how do you shut down the monkey mind, the monkey mind, right? Have you guys heard that phrase? Uh, a lot of people say, "Just sit down and close your eyes and meditate, pray, be silent, whatever you guys want to call it." It really, uh, it really helps. And a lot of the times, you might think when you start to meditate, that uh, a lot of new meditators say to themselves, but now I feel like my mind is busier than it ever has been. Well, you know what? It's not. You're just noticing. That's a cool thing, isn't it? So let's see. Oh, you guys. So yes, Tamara says, yes, it is frustrating. So we all have the same issue. And Jenny says, I totally relate over analyzing. Oh I over I relate to overanalyzing. Well that's awesome, you guys. Well, this is good. So um so let me pop on back to um so to so that was an awesome little Q and A and uh let's see. So Lynn uh, I think Lynn had another Here's a good one from Lynn. The older I get, the more I'm willing to take chances. Wow. I really hope that that happens to me. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, I think that you're right. I think we kind of go like this too, right? Because we will feel ready to make take more chances and then we kind of go down into that dip. Uh, as Seth Godin, uh, the uh, author and entrepreneur, Seth Godin, he talks a lot about that. He has a book called The Dip. And I think I've, you guys have heard me mention that before, but it's like, that's what happens in life. We're always going to go up and then we're going to go back down into this thing called the dip. And when we're in the dip, that's the dark moment, right? And he says, before you start a business, before you start an endeavor, before you start anything big, tell yourself in advance that you know, so you know the dip is going to come. And when the dip comes, you're going to stick. With it, you're gonna ride through it. So, thanks for sharing that, Lynn. That was great. So, I hope I didn't miss anybody. If you guys had any um, poignant things to po- to um, <laughs> to to point out, so Jenny says, Jay, you're cracking me up. Yeah, he cracks me up too. So yeah, he's quite the quirky guy. It's really funny. Um, but anyway, yeah, I guess he's bored. I guess he's a little bit bored at work. <laughs> so. All right, you guys. So you guys ready to hear about this beta testing? beta beta tester opportunity now some of you guys have heard about it already because you're in the patreon community and so I shared it with those of you that are in the $10 backer level so you guys got first dibs on this um, and so I am really looking for ten people to take part in this so um, so here here's here's the little here's uh, the the um, the background on it okay so I have been wanting to start a coaching program a creative coaching program because you know, this is um this is getting let me really pay forward my fifteen more than fifteen years in the yarn crafting world. You know, I was a designer, an illustrator, the executive editor of Creative Knitting magazine, and of course now a podcaster. And you know, um, also uh, I've spent so many years just kind of honing my craft and also being able to look at that big picture and develop my own business along the way. Uh, when I, you know, when I was first starting out in this industry, I was, I had my own business and, uh, you know, put on my marketing hat and was able to wear all those many hats. So now I want to really pay that forward to you guys. And so I, uh, I'm developing a coaching program and, um, a few people have already signed up, which is really awesome. And I'm just thrilled to be working with, with you. So, um, so it's just, it's a wonderful experience to pay that forward because I've had some amazing mentors and teachers on my journey. So, Now it's my turn, right? It's my turn. Um, But I need your help. I need your help simply because, you know, my goal is to learn number one, what your needs are. You know, you guys are in my community. uh, So I need to know what it is that you need so that I'm able to build a sustainable program for those of you who wish to create your fiber business. Okay. So maybe you want to become a designer and work for. Uh, for you want to work with magazines as one spoke of your business plan, right? And maybe you want to work with yarn companies. And also maybe you want to develop an indie design business. But on the flip side of that, maybe you don't even want to be a designer because you can be a non-designer and you can still create your own fiber-loving empire. And that's something that I can show you how to do because, uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of really amazing marketing tactics that you can put into place. And so what I'm going to offer here for a short period of time is um some free 60-minute sessions, okay? And so like I said, uh I'm offering this to you, the first 10 people who jump on this, okay? So totally like no obligation. It's just this is seriously, I just want to put this out there for you guys. Uh, and and that's why I'm limiting it to 10 uh, because, you know, it's going to take me time to really, uh, to really kind of focus on you and what your needs are, because there's a little questionnaire that you're going to fill out. It's going to help me to figure out how I can help you in that, in that 60 minute strategy se- session. So you go away feeling like, you know just really accomplished right you have something to to use something really valuable so here's what you can do so to sign up for the free session go to powerpearls podcast.com forward slash free i'm sorry for, yeah forward slash free strategy session so i'm going to place that here in the on screen notes so there it is you guys see that so um there it is so check it out, and like I said, the first 10 people, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll take it from there, you guys. So I, you know what? This, was, this has been really great, and I'm really happy that you guys have decided to join me once again for an exciting Friday. And if any of you joined me earlier this week on, um, was it Tuesday? I was on with, um, with Francoise Danois who's one of my coaching clients by the way we've been working with each other for over a year. So if you know her she goes by the name of Frenchie and she's absolutely crushing it out there. And so we had a great chat. And so that so you guys got two episodes this week which is really really cool. So you guys um we're going to wrap it up. So I'm going to leave you with a quote, okay? I'm going to leave you with a quote and Uh, This is one that I shared when I was uh, talking with Francoise, and it goes like this. I'd rather live a life filled with a wells rather than a bunch of what ifs. So you guys, get out there, get on that ledge and make something magical happen today. And be sure to check out the Patreon community if you haven't already. You can go to patreon.com forward slash power pearls podcast, or you can go to power forward slash don't forget that forward slash community. So power pearls podcast.com forward slash community. And please make sure that you take advantage of this free coaching opportunity as well. So with that, you guys, I will leave you.